Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, a non-COVID edition with no social distancing with two guests today. Welcome to the show, Mr. Zach Columbia. How hey, are you? Good, man. And as always, our co-host, Randy Angston, with no nickname No anymore. nicknames no more. So I, much easier. What? <laughs> hey, we got rid of the nicknames at uh, about five uh, episodes one, ago. 120 oh, or so. Yeah. man. We had to get rid of it. It's too hard to come up with new material. It's hard to Constant. come up with topics, and then you got to come up with a name, too. Are you kidding me? So anybody that's ever done a podcast, I mean, we're into the 120, what is this? Uh, 125, 124, somewhere there. Yes, it's a, <laughs> it gets difficult. Like, I, you know, I made a post the other day. We've been only at this for maybe a year and two months. Maybe. I think it was one, like April. Yeah. We I think last April yeah. we started doing. It's crazy that we just topics. pumping, pumped this out. I mean, I don't think we've repeated. Maybe we've like touched on some stuff mm-hmm. and come back and forth. But uh, guys, thanks for sticking with us and giving us those great reviews. We do appreciate those. Um, one thing to note before we get started today, we do have our CLA workshop coming up on June 11th and 12th. I do want to note that. I don't want to pitch it too hard. We did get a bad review in regards to uh, <laughs> seems to be a little pitchy, but trying to, you know trying what? to pay for the podcast. Hey, but, you know, uh, we have no sponsors, <laughs> so we might as well use this podcast to let you know about what we're doing. And that workshop is happening on Zoom, a virtual workshop two-dayer with me, yours truly, and we're going to go over all of your automation, something that we use here at Pulse. Zach uses it every day. Yeah. And we actually built one for Profit, too, for our own own internal system. So something to, uh, if you're interested in that, take a look at pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. But on this show, I wanted to bring Zach Attack in to talk about some of the big changes that we've made to our model and why and how gym owners out there that are in this kind of transition phase, what they can do, and how we analyzed our business model to make some decisions and some changes. And so one of the major, major changes, and I've spoken about this a couple times now, is that we've decided to slowly phase out our team training, which is our large group training. Some people call it boot camp. Some people call it large group training. That's our lower price point for us. It's 149. We just recently moved that to 165. And we decided, you know what? It's just not a good fit for us. We don't feel like it's going to carry the business through. And as we change our models and a lot of cool things to talk about coming up with some plans for Pulse and what we're doing here in the Valley. But uh, let's talk about that for a second. So Zach, yeah. what as a fitness director in the seat of almost as a gym owner yourself, you're in doing the things that a gym owner would do. When you brought this to my attention, what were the things you were really looking at? Well, I mean, obviously, we have to tread a little lightly here because some of our members listen to this podcast, but on what we say, but I mean, we are a business, right? So you look at the finances and we take all of our team training memberships, like you said, lower price point, add them all up and we realize, hey, that's like 10% of our revenue. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So how many hours are we devoting on the schedule and taking a coach away from being able to service semi-private training sessions? And what's the impact as far as revenue goes? Right. And so if you're a gym owner and you don't have enough clients, then whatever. You just, you just want to have people in the gym and you don't care whether they're doing team training or semi-private training. But if that's not your issue and you're looking at it and going, hey, I've got this great problem. I don't have enough availability for my higher paying clients. Then you have to start kind of calculating. And so that's really my path to it is looking at the schedule and going, man, like, like for instance, our 6 a.m. is just popping, you know, and it's jam packed for semi-private training and for team training. And so we look at that and we're like, well, you can't hire a coach to bring in and have them do one One hour hour class. Yeah. But that's that busy time. So you look at, okay, if we do a class, now we have had to reduce our class sizes Mm -hmm. with COVID. But if you do a class and you've got 20 boot campers in there, and then you've got five people doing semi-private training, well, we're making more per hour on those five people than those 20 people by far. Yes. So really doesn't make sense for us to offer both. Yeah. And there's, and those are some tough decisions you have to make as a gym owner is because, you know, you don't want to take revenue out, just take it off the table. We had that conversation. Like, do we do this and lose it? And then we had to analyze what is it that this is actually bringing in for us. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have some tough conversations when we did that. So we weren't quite ready to just wipe it out completely. So talk about how we phased it out and what we're doing. Well, right. And so the other side of it that I didn't mention is we also have to look at the results that our clients are getting as well. And the semi-private training is a much more specific client-oriented program. It's really a program, whereas like team training is just a workout. You know, it's like I come in, I get my butt kicked. And if you look at the comparison of results your semi-private training clients are going to get much better results because it's specific to them. And then, you know, the people that are coming in, yeah, they're loyal, but they're not getting near as, as good as talking about the team training, the team training. Right. And so, and so that's the other side of it too. And so you look from a value standpoint as a business, what value am I providing for the, the members? And I'm providing a much higher value and, and service to the small group than I am to the large group. And that kind of leads into what you're asking me is what we decided to do is phase it back or phase it out and reduce the number of classes we had, you know, for our large group training. And by doing that, one, we're hoping that we can, well, we gave everybody like a temporary upgrade, right? We touched on that a little bit. So they can do semi-private training. They get a little taste of it and they can see, hey, this is a way better service. If I'm coming in and I'm doing strength training twice a week, and then we only have our classes on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then, you know, one on Saturday. We reduced it by 50%. So our schedule, just kind of let everybody know, used to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We would have either two, we would have two in the morning, one in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. So that's 15 for the weekdays. And then we had another two on Saturdays. Yeah. Now we're down to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, just Mm -hmm. one on Saturday. And we ended up taking away that Tuesday, Thursday, 6 a.m. so we can replace it with semi-private training. 
And since we've done that, how are the the semi-private training sessions at that 6 a.m. prime spot on the Tuesday and Thursday? Well, I mean, so we just did it, but there's now we're servicing six people per coach, right? And you have overflow because before it was, it was five people and it was, that was it. Those same five people were on the schedule Tuesday, Thursday, they had recurring appointments. Nobody else could come and train at that time. And now that we open that up, you're starting to see those time slots fill in, you real know, quick. Nice. real quick, because that's a very desirable time. And to go back, Tim, when I took over as the director, we offered four team training classes Monday through Friday Yeah, for a day. Yeah. For yeah. a day. Yeah. We're all packed on the schedule. Yeah. But it, it really reduced what we could do with semi. Exactly. And if you have... from a staffing standpoint, like you have to have two coaches on the floor. So if you have a 6 a.m. class and a 6 p.m. class, maybe like the 6 p.m., I don't need two coaches on the floor at 4 p.m., 5 p.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 8 p.m. But again, how do I bring in one somebody for one hour just to do team training? What what happens is you you take away semi for that yeah, hour. You, lo- you, you lose, lose it. Yeah, yeah, you lose the value of what that hour is worth in a semi-private situation. What I, as I'm following along, because I'm not part of the, a lot of the conversations you guys yeah. have, mm-hmm. I see the results, right? We catch up each week on it. And in phasing out, in, in making the transition, right? Do you feel like the, because again, you've given the team training clients the opportunity to train semi-private yep. mm-hmm. with the changes that you've already made, in those specific time slots by mm-hmm. reducing what you have in team and allowing those classes one in changing the model, you've added additional slots for a team, uh, small group as well. Mm-hmm. Do you feel, or maybe you have the hard math on it already that with the reduction of those classes, you've already made up the loss by the additional small group that's already taken place in those, those time slots yet? Or have, do you feel like that's coming because of the people that are in those classes that will ascend? Yeah. Well, it's a, uh, it's probably a little too early to, to tell, to tell, but it's a totally different mindset. Sure. You know, oh, I mean, between, and it's, you've got the, the person that it's not a budget issue, right? They just love coming in and getting their butt kicked and they're like, nah, I'm not going to, they don't even want to take us up on this sure. private, you know, that's maybe 10, 15% of our large group training. You know, they just love that. They have that boot camp mentality. They want to come in. They want to get crushed. Sweat. They, yeah, yeah, they love the energy and they just want to bounce. And then the rest, they're all doing the team training because that's the the price point sure. for them, right? And so to get those people to go from, for us, it's 165 a month. We just raised the rate. So 165 a month to get those people to go from 165 a month to 365 a month for the membership that we really want them on where they're training twice a week and being able to come to the classes a couple times a week. That's a hard sell. Attention gym owners. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. Well, let's talk, let's, let's kind of touch on that a little bit because... How have you, and I know, I know what you guys are doing to, to transition that, but, mm-hmm. but explain a little bit to everybody else 
how you're kind of transitioning some of the the programming like you were talking about like mm-hmm. you you have to still provide some of that metabolic conditioning aspect yeah you, you know what i mean it's not like training. it's not like you just removed all of that from everybody and you've got well, a, a strength training or you know we're close we're gym. close on changing that as our programming mm-hmm. uh we're not quite there yet we do have some things that kind of hash out sure. but we teased about it i don't think we're ready to really discuss it we spoke with uh, a couple of our uh, iron circle clients yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, jerry and casey we told them to play they like it they had some questions for us that we need to go back to the table but the funny thing about what's happening now is you look at semi-private training as the the foundation of the entire business. Yeah. For us, it's always been 80 to 90% of our revenue anyway. And then you look at the 8,000 square feet that we have here and we come to a, a pretty quick realization, we don't need this space to run this model. And so what's really cool is you can actually make a lot more money and have a better service in a much smaller footprint and then as we start to kind of phase out of this location, we've now got way more options to either reduce the size of this one, stay here, or go to other places. And then our profit margin skyrockets because the rent we're paying in this space is, I mean, we're in North Scottsdale, it's high. We got a great deal on this space, but we're still over $16,000 a month. You cut that to eight and things are a lot different. Oh, so, absolutely. so for businesses out there looking at your model, do you really need the space or do you really want to do semi or team training boot camp style or do you think maybe semi private training is the way and this goes back to a lot of the conversation we've had in probably the this beginning of this year where the transition has gone from kind of big gross numbers to really understanding and running a little leaner to increase that net profit that profit and mm-hmm. so for those of you who are listening, this is exactly how these guys have gone about all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's looking at where all those expenses are and then where that income revenue is coming from. And that's a, it's a mathematical problem. I but, think we talked about it in January. What yeah. our goal for the year was net profit, net profit, not gross revenue, it's net profit. And we're doing a lot of things to get there. A lot of things. Even with the yeah. adversity of, of that oh, issue. For sure. Yeah. So. For sure. So real quick, before we go, I want to go way deeper on that. Mm-hmm. I want to tease everybody. Zach came to me probably about a month and a half ago, about six weeks ago, he threw this like piece of paper in front of me. He's like, read this. And he's like, I'm writing a book. <laughs> like, you're writing a, like you're writing a book. What are you talking about writing a book? And he's like, yeah, I want to write a book about being a director in this role. And he called it direct, uh, directing fitness, directing fitness was the name. And I was like, Wow, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Like how many gym owners would love to have a Zach or one of your fit, you know, one of your employees come to you and say, Hey, I see what you're doing with profit, or I see what you're doing with the gym. I want to be a bigger part of it. And I want to write a book and I've already seen, you know, it's almost done. Here it is. Like, I don't want to share it with you yet, but I'm, you know, I'm excited about it. Talk about this book, man. This yeah. is like, it blew my mind. I told Randy, <laughs> yeah, like, dude, about, Zach's yeah. writing a book about being a fitness director is amazing. So t- take me uh, like through that journey. Yeah. Ever written a book before? No, (laughs) of course not. You know, it's one of those things where it's kind of multifaceted, you know, like one, it was very therapeutic. You're it's a challenge dealing (laughs) with all of these members and clients and all the issues and everything that goes with it. And so being able to go home at night and, you know, put my son to bed and it's like nine o'clock and I'm just like, all right, I'm going (laughs) to, this is what happened today. And this is the scenario and the challenge and how I handled it or thinking about our systems and all of that. 
But my kind of motivation for doing it was we got it going on here. I mean, let's let's be honest, like, you know, not to toot our own horns, but we run a really strong model. And it's something that for gym owners out there, if we're able to just say, hey, here's your playbook, like mm-hmm. here's your guidebook. Tim, you do that with the marketing and with the coaching and and all of that. If I can provide that exact same thing to the gym owners that you're working with, mm-hmm. for them to give to their director and say, like, here you go, man, make this happen. Yeah. It, how that's a no brainer. Well, we, we talk you about know? time. Everyone's like, oh, can I get it? Where, where do you find a Zach? Right. Like, that's we, the well, unicorn. You don't, you don't find a Zach. Exactly. Yeah. He, Zach came in as a coach here and he, over the test of time, he's gone through being in the afternoon and in the morning and training clients, you know, and sometimes he would take over a shift or working with more and more clients. And, and, you know, and you all have that in your gym, you've got this coach or you, you hope you do that. Let's be honest. It's not normal to have a coach. We've got coaches here that I wish would do more, but let's be honest. There's some just want to be the employee. Zach is different. He's like, he came from a business background in school and he's always stepped up and when our last fitness director took another job, he got a call from the Pentagon yeah. to go take <laughs> yeah. a job training. No, nobody's spe- mad about you know take, taking <laughs> taking out him out of our role. I mean, I couldn't compete compete with the national, you know, the United States government. On our, <laughs> our old fitness director, he got a role training uh, special forces units for the Air Force. He came from that world, and we had two coaches, uh, Mike and Zach, were kind of the next in line. And we interviewed both and my, you know, Aaron interviewed both and I talked to so many people, but Brent, Brent is the one he goes, I think you need to give Zach the, a better, a hard look on this. I think Zach of the two, I think Zach's the better choice. And I wasn't leaning either way, but I was almost leaning a little bit towards Mike because Mike was a little bit more personable with me and kind of telling me this is the role he wanted, sure. whereas Zach was just you know, doing his job and, and doing the right thing. Oh, I can see that from almost a distance, right? Like Mike, he presented, you know, the, ob- no, I don't want to say the obvious talk things, about but this he, in the book, you know, I would agree, you know, Zach was kind of a, the strong silent type in that situation. Yes, right. Yes. And, and I think that the value at the end of the day that he brings to the table. Oh, I, I, made, the right, yeah. I made the right choice. And I, I knew I made the right choice fairly early when he started analyzing the business from the, from what I would be doing, but he was doing in, in, I couldn't be up there. That's when profit was skyrocketing mm-hmm. and I didn't have any time. And I was, mm-hmm. and I was the one running campaigns with you and you're building fun. There was just too much to oh, do. Yeah. And, and Zach, I remember like the first two months he was in, he's like, I, I may have saw you three times, you know, like <laughs> the whole, the whole time yeah. he, yeah. he was like doing it. But so Zach stepped up and he's, continued to step up and continue to bring a different viewpoint of the numbers. And you don't find that very often. And so Zach coming to me with the book and saying, Hey, I think I could be a big asset to the profit side where you're working with a gym owner that wants to get out of that role. And we could backfill it with a fitness director type Mm -hmm. person. And I think it's great. Like, I, I don't know when this book is coming out. It's editing. Gonna, it's, it's editing. It's in editing. Right yeah. <laughs> grinding. grinding. <laughs> but for gym owners out there, like, wouldn't you want a Zach or a fitness director type person to take the the reins so you then you could either open up a second location and then you could start to get that one off the ground? There's so many opportunities. You don't have to do this all yourself. It's putting the right people in the right seats on the bus and 
we talk about that in our coaching, but like that's what you need to to groom. And so you don't just hire somebody off the street. Yeah. Like Zach has been here. How long mm-hmm. have you been here now? Five years. Five years. Four years. In- Ten months. No. <laughs> Fourteen 20, days. Yeah. days yeah. <laughs> this guy is counting the days. Uh, but you know what? As he's here, and you know, and I'm, I go to Zach all the time, and like I, I just need him to update me with the numbers and stuff, and then we get deep in the weeds on on these conversations, and yeah. we make massive decisions together. We've got some major changes. Has going to be freaking amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. We're going to take over the whole valley. Watch out. <laughs> so that got off topic, but I wanted to kind of let everybody know that's listening, gym owners, that we've got a, a mm-hmm. kick ass book coming your way. I've read some of it and it, uh, it starts the first line of the whole, I, I was like, where, where are you going with this book? <laughs> the first, the first sentence in the whole book says, my name's Zach. My wife is hot. And then he goes on with the rest of the story. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's a pretty cool story, but, uh, but that's the story of Zach, but he, you know, now you've heard him, this is twice, but our iron circle clients are always asking me about what Zach's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of go back to when I, you know, that whole like interview process, when, when Brent was leaving and it was, you know, down to, to Mike and myself and yep. I, asked myself, if I were in Tim's shoes, what would I want from this position? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the nothing against Mike. I think he's a great guy. But what I saw was him running in your office all the time and saying, oh, this is what's going on. We should do this. And it was all, almost like kind of drawing attention to to himself and and like, oh, I identified this issue or whatever. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take the opposite approach of that because if I were in Tim's shoes, I'm busy. I got profit. I'm, it's exploding. I don't have time for that. So I was like, I'm just going to handle it. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. just going to think about it. If I'm the gym owner, what would I do? What decision would I make right here? And I'm just, just handle it. And yeah. so, I mean, that was really kind of where I started. And, you know, I talk about that in the book, so I don't want to get too... Yeah, don't want to double get it all yeah, the way. Yeah. yeah, but that that's really the the thought process. And we were on a call yesterday with a couple guys from the, the Iron Circle, and they basically were telling us, you're looking for the closest version of yourself that you can find as a gym owner. Yep. And, I mean, I think that we're pretty, pretty similar in a lot of ways, and that's kind of why we have a good, mm-hmm. good deal going. Yep. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. For sure. So thank you. And for going back to you know the, the changes as a gym owners that are still closed, this is your opportunity to really dive deep in the numbers. Mm-hmm. Had a call this morning with uh, somebody that was in our uh, workshop. This mm-hmm. was our last call for the yeah. for this. It's funny, those CLA workshop calls are supposed to be about keeping automation, but they go into coaching. All the time, sure. They go into mm-hmm. business coaching. So she came and was like, you know, we do, you know, what do you do with your prices? And what do you, uh, we do a lot of classes and we're thinking about semi-private training. I said, here's what you need to do. 
One, get all your numbers together. Look at your attendance per class. Look at your revenue per member. Who's driving the revenue? Who's staying the longest? Get all that first. Then put it over here on the side and look at and visualize what you want out of your business. If you can snap your fingers and this is really what I want my business to look like and make the decisions based on the numbers on the changes you're going to make, but you're going to be able to do that right now. This yeah. is the only time you can pull this off. This is the thing I'm most excited about in this COVID situation is that you have the clients coming back, expect change. Yeah. And so you can wipe the slate clean and like, you know what, those are the things I wanted to do and I'm going to just do it now. And we did it here. And when we made these changes, we were nervous. We were nervous. Our clients were going to come kicking the door down. <laughs> so Zach's on the front lines. I don't hear much of it. I hear some <laughs> of it, but like a third, I mean, probably a 10th of what he hears. What has been the reaction? And this is news to me, by the way. What has been the reaction of the clients when you said, hey, we're wiping out team training. Everybody's rates are going up and you just don't get, you know, and we're capping it at 12 people. Like you can't get in the class, you can't get in the class. What is the reaction been? I mean, you know, there were some stressful days. I was, I was, quite, I was questioning our decision. He's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go on vacation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We were like, okay, we're going to raise everybody's rates. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to be sick next week. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> Honestly, it wasn't nearly as bad as I had expected. And we did get it. You know, I did hear it from people and, you know, a couple big blow ups, but for the most part, little jabs, little comments here and there mm -hmm. that are totally, mm -hmm. totally. Yeah. It's like, you know, just a little poke, but you just handle it. I mean, it just, it is what it is. And financially, like it was a good move for us. Mm -hmm. All the changes that we made have been good moves for us. And the positive far outweighs the negative from, you know, a loss in clients. And we, Tim and I sat there and we crunched the numbers and we're like, man, if we do this and we lose X amount of people, we're still okay, but we hate to do that. We're not trying to break even on this deal. Right. And it worked out beautifully. It was so probably far. based on revenue and our past average per client. It was probably a net gain of, if I do the math right, it was probably a net gain of like we signed up eight or nine new clients from the changes. Yeah. Even though we Beautiful. lost we lost one and then two, two were going to stay on, but they left town. So we'll call it one. And that's a good deal. I mean, we snapped our fingers. To have the model and the direction and everything like that, that you guys are confident in, you know, we're so confident, that what yeah. that is for all possibilities. That's a beautiful situation to find yourself in. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Well, and it, it's really in hindsight advice that I would offer to anybody that hasn't reopened yet. Go really, really, really big and then, and then back off a little bit because like we came out hard. Okay. You know, we're reducing classes down and we're capping our classes. And then we had this, this wait list and people are like, Hey, if I can't get in a class, I'm going to, I'm going to cancel my membership. And it's like, okay, we'll add three more slots to the class. Save, save so, so we're still getting what we want. We're still pushing people into the semi-private training at thinking about it. Now I'm like, man, I wish we would have taken away more. And then we could have given a little bit more back. And we look and, like the good and guys. And we look yeah, like the then, good yeah. guys. Sure. You know, well, and here's, it's almost like what's happening in the government right now. Not to go into politics. They took all the things away yeah. from us and we're thanking them to give them back. Yeah. yeah. What's happening here? So, so take, take <laughs> right. a note from the, from the situation. <laughs> the <current> situation. <laughs> it's almost, yeah, we're like so grateful that we got what we already had back and not everything we got back. 
a little bit less, but mm -hmm. we're happy about it. It's mm -hmm. very interesting. The how new say, normal. Yeah, you can give. The new <laughs> normal the oh, right, right there. If, if I hear one more person, the say shaft of real. I know. I you know. mean normal? Yeah, the old normal. You mean normal. life act normal? Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty crazy. So yeah, we get made a lot of changes, and then, so we see semi-private training six and six per hour. Six clients with one coach, two coaches on the floor. Mm -hmm. We see that as the that's the perfect model for us. I'll just put it to that way. Yeah. I think that's going to carry us through and we can reduce the, the square footage and we can stamp these out and do more and more of these. And we've got real estate plays and we've got building plays and we've got all kinds of cool stuff in the weeds we're going to eventually get to when it's time to share. Well, yeah, let's, I mean, just from the conversation there, if you're running a business that every dollar that's coming in, 99 cents is going out the door anyways, yeah. you're done. You, I mean, you're stuck. You know what I mean? The only way to get ahead is by adding a lot more of those members and you're going to cap that at some point anyways. Yep. So if, and if you're not focused on the profit that the business is making, the next step for you as a business owner is a, that you're done. You're stuck. You know what I mean? So focusing on that profit puts a little capital on the side where you as a business owner can now make those decisions. Make some decisions. And I think that's, well, that's well, really cash, powerful. Cash flow is yeah. the lifeblood of small business. Without cash, you dry up and die. If you have cash, you can make decisions. You don't have to act sporadically. Or, or from desperation. And we've been there. I mean, we've been tight on cash before. Mm. We've we've been flush with cash and it's a lot nicer. And you've got <laughs> a lot of cash sitting around that you can make some more like long-term decisions versus we need to fix the problem now. Like we need more leads today. We don't need that. We just need to run the play. And I think that it speaks to a lot of the gym owners that, that we talk to though. You know, how many decisions have been made in those businesses where it's purely based upon like, the next month. Like if I don't add 15 more clients in the next, you know, 30 days, my doors aren't open. It's and a that's a tough place to be. Man. It is. And that's I tough. think, I think that one of the reasons that we're in the seats that we're in as far as systems and automation and, and really focused on the gym owner and the business model and all of these things, as opposed to just focused on leads like we used to be is these are the things that move the, the real needle in business we've talked about in a past episode it's great to have awesome gross revenue for an ego but at the end of the day the money that you keep that's where the power lies yeah. and so when you can run a little leaner reduce yeah. you know things like you were talking about i mean if we don't need this much room we don't and we could exactly you know then it's, why pay for something you don't really it's nice need? but yeah and it, it's the exact same thing with clientele why would you have 300 clients when you can make the same amount of money and service 150. You and know, I'm sure that the, the relationship, I mean, you guys being in that seat as a trainer too, you have a better connection with each of the people that you speak with. I mean, like go back to like class in school, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody liked showing up for a, a class when there's 45, 50 kids in there. There's no unique individualized attention. You know that you're getting whatever comes across the board and that's it. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then you go to private schools or these that were there increasing the cost for additional value yeah. and you're getting mm -hmm. more proprietary more time value. with yep. the person that's providing it. That's I think true. That's, that's true. I think they're in the long run, you guys are going to have not only better results because that's the reason we're doing this, but from a business standpoint, but better results for the clientele yeah. because of all of that stuff that goes along yeah. with it. And we'll, t I mean, I, I'll tease because we're going to bring uh, Jerry and Casey Washek on the mm -hmm. show. We just talked to them. They mentioned something and I'll let them share more, but you've got your space and you've got your product. How can you make, and he said it was great. He goes, Tony Gwynn was an all-star because he, he made base hits his whole life. Mm -hmm. What are the base hits that you can do in your business that maybe they don't bring in $50,000 a month extra. Maybe they bring in an extra thousand or 1500 bucks a month. 
Is it, you know, an additional service that, you know, has just a small uptick? Maybe it's, you're going to open the gym up for general access in your off times. And you know, maybe that's 50 bucks a month and you get two dozen clients on that. That's another thousand. A cor- couple of corporate deals, things like that, right? Yeah. Utilization. Yeah. If the G- if you're paying your rent the whole time, 24 seven, and you're closed during the day, in the middle of the day, why don't you just offer, you know, basic membership? We'll let them dive into that. I thought that was actually pretty cool because every little thing adds up. Absolutely. It adds up over time. So. Lots of cool changes. We're excited. Yeah. I like it. That's it. (laughs) Running faster, leaner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's no more ego here. It's numbers, paper, decisions. Do we love training team, training clients? I would say yes. It's awesome. It's energy's high. There's younger, athletic looking people that are doing amazing things, crushing it. Heart rates are high, high fives. This is great. And it's going to be tough to put that away, but strictly business, it doesn't make any sense for us. It's unfortunate and it's easy to sell and it's a low price point and get a lot of people in. It's like, a, it makes sense for your ego. Yeah. And for the business, it doesn't make sense. So yeah. for us, we're, uh, you know, phasing it out. And, and the other side of that is every like prospective person out in the street sees a room full of sweaty people in this gym and a room full of sweaty people in that gym and a room full of sweaty people at the big box gym in the class. And they think it's all the same yeah. thing where we were like, no, this is a way different product. They don't mm-hmm. see it that way. They just see it as a class. And when, as soon as you show that to your market, then you're just like everybody else. Who's the cheapest place to go to. And you're dead in the water. We've been talking about that mm-hmm. since we used to do the marketing for everybody. If, since you know, day one. You gotta cl- yeah. When you claim it, you own it, but you have to present to the marketplace what you do differently. Yep. Otherwise you are identical to every op- other option. The proprietary blend. Ooh. All right. Anything else to add? Good. Good to go. Yeah. All right, singles. guys. Hitting singles. Hitting singles. Hitting singles. So guys, this is your chance. Again, we said it probably the last five straight episodes, get into the weeds in your business, bring somebody else with a fresh perspective in. Maybe it's one of your head coaches or somebody, or maybe it's a friend or another business owner, have them look at the numbers. But you have to have the data. We wouldn't be making these decisions if we didn't know the revenue per client, what team training brought in for us, the attendance per class, what hours are the busiest, where we can optimize the revenue per hour. Like none of that, would, we wouldn't have been able to make any of these decisions mm-hmm. without that. So get that first, but this is your opportunity. Go make the changes and do them now. And you know what? I guarantee it's going to be better. It's going to be great when you guys open up. So that's it for this episode, guys. Until next show, keep changing lives. We'll see you. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and review. Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.